We are. We are. We are cultivate. 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 We are cultivate. That's when we heard the sobbing cries of a little boy. I swear to you that these cries were so clear. The cries were coming from my abuelito's room. Hi everyone, this is Christina. And Carmen. And Milo. Oh yeah, Carmen's dog Milo is here. And yes, MJ is not here. And we are the podcast all about spooky, ooky things. And sometimes also the podcast that's a little too funny and get one-star reviews for it. So, <gasps> One-star reviews for being funny? Yeah, not scary, too funny. Oh. One-star review. <laughs> wow. Lame. Wow. Lame. Yeah. And today we are talking about haunted dolls. But first... Thank you to everyone that tried to join the movie night with me. I had some technical issues. First, my mic was not, you could not hear it. So people popped in and I'm like talking to myself like a dumbass because nobody could hear me. (laughs) Did that happen last time? Yes. And then I tried playing the movie like three times and it just kept being stuck like right after the... You know how movies will show, like, whoever produced it or whatever, like, the media company? Yeah. Like, it kept freezing after that. And it just did it. And I tried four times to restart the movie. And then I was like, you know what? I'm closing this. I'm done. But, you know, next time that happens, I maybe I'll just stay on Twitch and read some scary stories just because. Oh, just to give <laughs> some people something. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, hopefully next movie night is not such a mess. <laughs> And thank you to everyone uh, who's sharing their Spotify wrapped. Is this Spotify unwrapped or wrapped? I believe it's wrapped. Okay, thank you. (laughs) I use Spotify and I have one and I'm like, is it wrapped or unwrapped? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, thank you to everyone sharing their Spotify wrapped, tagging us in the stories. We love seeing them, including Carmen over there. (laughs) (laughs) I was, you were in the top five. And our and our other two podcasts were not in the top five. <laughs> and and one more thing, if you want one way to support us financially, that is not Patreon. Um, you can become a premium member on Supercast. The link is in the show notes. This gives you access to ad-free episodes, and you can get it hooked up straight to your Spotify. All right, and that is enough for announcements. Again, MJ's not here, but Carmen is kindly filling in as the unofficial official what's it called emergency Not like replacement, but emergency <laughs> guest yes backup yeah what is the person you know like in um in musicals you know and like stuff? In, you know like in sports in, when someone is on the bench and they're yeah. ready to fill in is yeah. that does it have a name i thought it was like a backup player but i thought like in in plays and stuff it had a name oh maybe i know i know nothing about either of those two things i just so. have noticed like from like watching shows and movies from watching shows so people get murdered from watching high school musical oh no there's also like all those that. murder episodes whereas the person's like you're a suspect because you were if you if that person wasn't were able to make the line. show you were yeah. next yeah 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 so like that's in, carmen no. in not swan lake in black swan <laughs> black swan yeah, yeah yeah so yeah that's carmen <laughs> <laughs> i i uh, have nothing but well wishes and positive feelings for mj <laughs> i just need to put that out there because you're basically calling me a murderer 
<laughs> no, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. And yeah, today we're talking about haunted dolls. Carmen, how do you feel about haunted dolls? What do you think about them? I don't like them. Not a fan. Zero out of <laughs> ten. Don't recommend. Porcelain dolls are the scariest. Whew, yes, they are. Yeah. But first, before we get into haunted dolls, I have a listener story. And this one was actually sent into our Discord. Um, so that's just another place you can chat with us, send us your stories. They are harder to keep track of on Discord. So don't send them there? No, <laughs> no, no. You can send them anywhere. I will find them, okay? Because I love them. <laughs> so they, and they gave it a little title, which I love. Uh, giving birth to my hunting. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, and let me just add um if you have a story you want to send into the podcast email at gmail.com dm us on our, any of our socials or send it to us on discord all right so yes giving birth to my haunting i am sure by now you are familiar with the theory that everyone has at least one thing that follows them from the other side some people have a lot more i am no different i have had something with me for as long as i can remember it was never malice or bad, just a bit naughty at times, like having a sibling that you couldn't see. I never saw it, just experienced the consequences, like having to turn things on and I would get in trouble for it. We moved around a lot and it was always with me. That's how I knew it was me and not the location. It wasn't until I moved to Alaska and lived with one of my best friends that I really understood the extent of what was with me. My friend hesitantly asked me one day if I had ever stolen anything, and at first I said no, but after thinking about it, I remember taking a horse figure from one of my friends when I was younger to remember them before I moved. Don't <laughs> judge. I was young. Pause. Let me I'm tell sorry. you, Carmen and I Everyone were <laughs> I, I refuse to believe that's the only thing she's stolen. Everyone steals. Hey, I don't know. I'm going to believe them. No, I don't believe them. But who didn't go to the liquor store in the corner and just took everything they could? (laughs) Paul just looked at me. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? I have a feeling we might be alone on that one. Uh, Yeah. And um, yeah. (laughs) Who who didn't see something at the store that didn't have a, uh, you know, price on it and said, that means it's free and put it in their pocket. Who didn't steal lip glosses and run a little business? <laughs> You're just being a hustler. Yeah. Boss babe. All that, all that to say, <laughs> we are not judging because we are thieves. We're definitely not judging. If anything, I, I don't believe that that's the only thing you <laughs> Okay, back to the story. <laughs> yeah, stop being funny. I'm going to give you a one star rating. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't help it. I'm Yeah. Anyway. So, don't judge, I was young. Anyway, after disclosing that my roommate admitted to me that she could see things and that she kept seeing this little girl that had obviously burned to death at her door. Oh my God. And that she kept talking to her, trying to get her to snoop through my stuff until she finally did. What? She (laughs) She said the little girl told her she stole it and that she was led to the, you guessed it, horse figure. I'm sorry. I think this is just the roommate's lie for being a snooper <laughs> that's elaborate though yeah it is <laughs> let, let me finish this okay i'm so. sorry <laughs> so after this discussion my roommate also disclosed to me that another friend of mine had also seen the little girl while spending the night with me at another house and that's why she didn't stay with me anymore <laughs> makes sense <laughs> okay 
Fast forward a few more years and life is normal. Mild hauntings from this little girl, which was a normal occurrence. And then I became pregnant. Now remember that I have never seen her and had one on one experience with her, but my roommate did. So for the next nine months, my roommate reported seeing this little girl less and less until I gave birth. Oh my God. And she disappeared altogether. Well, she's not gone. I'm just raising her now. I like to think that I'm giving her the life she never got to have. Anyway, that's my story. Okay, I would be terrified, okay, but I'm I, glad that there... <laughs> I thought that she was going to say that, like, this, you know, daughter was like a demon now. Um, <laughs> that she was like evil or something. So I guess that it ended well. she steals horse figures. Yeah. Thank you so much for sending, sending that story in. I would personally be terrified if the ghost disappeared and then I coincidentally gave birth after that. Um, um, yeah. But <laughs> at least, you know, she didn't talk about this yeah. girl being like the little orphan, you know? Yeah. So, you know, all seems well, right? Yeah. <laughs> As, except that maybe this, the ghost is now the girl. I have uh, I have some haunted doll stories. And I, I before I get into the story, so one is from Monterrey and the other one is... I don't remember where the other one takes place, but they're both from Mexico. Um, and uh, our, our tia, our aunt, uh, growing up had these porcelain dolls oh, yeah. that were tall, like the height of a three-year-old. And she had have them in the living room. Do you remember that? Los castigados. Is that what she called them? That's what they're called. They're a thing. And they're I don't thing? think those are porcelain. They're not porcelain? No. What? Okay, why are they called... What? They're called Los, Los Castigados, Castigados because it's like a decoration <laughs> that crazy oh. or wild people get, I mean. So you put it on the corner facing the corner because they're like being punished. <laughs> yeah, okay. I remember they were facing that way. Yeah, it's a oh thing. Oh my God. That's terrifying. Yeah, I have no idea why though. Like, I mean, it's very unpleasant. Do you remember our cousin Pelot? <laughs> Yes, our cousin Pelon got home super late one night and did me was it me tia or mommy who put it like out in the move there or something? It's it was me tia because mommy didn't like okay like that thing at didn't all. Didn't like the dolls, right? Yeah. Oh, they're like timeout dolls. Yeah. That's but that's oh why they're called los castigados. Okay, they go back to like oldies culture basically. <laughs> Terrifying. Wow, I didn't know time. So it, it's a timeout doll. They're yeah. uh, real. It's a thing. Huh. Okay, oh. Laura. That looks scary. I'll share this picture on the Instagram so everyone knows what we're talking about. But yeah, our aunt has had some of those. And so whenever I think of dolls, I think of the dolls that she had. But also, did mommy ever tell you, tell you the story about our cousin and the doll? Yeah. Have I shared it on the podcast? Do you remember? No. You have it. I mean, not that I don't remember. We have a cousin. She like sees things too. Yes, she yeah, she sees things. Uh, she has el don, the gift. And so back when everybody was in Mexico, no, n almost no one was here in the United States yet. Um, maybe except like one uncle. But they, um, she got a doll for like a present, like a birthday probably. And she would say that the doll like moved or talked, and like nobody believed her. They were just like, well, whatever, like. <laughs> And then um, this was around the time they were getting ready to leave Mexico themselves to come to the United States. And so they were like getting rid of things. And I don't remember how exactly it happened, but somebody else saw the doll move. 
Yeah. Do you remember? I think it was an uncle, but I don't know. I don't okay. remember the story. I just know that nobody believed her. I think like she, one day, I don't know if they tried to get rid of it, and then like it came back. You know, like stories like that, like mm-hmm. something like that, and um, that I she think... didn't want it, but someone, did, no one believed her until the uncle said he saw it move or something like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. The point is someone else, an adult, saw it move too. And then they like literally just like threw the doll away and they were leaving like the next day to, or something. So the doll was never seen again. But I don't know. It's It might be wandering the streets of, Mex- of Guadalajara right now yeah. as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my first haunted doll story is from a YouTube channel called Leyendas de Monterrey. And here it goes. I have a daughter. She's two years and four months old. She has always slept in her own bed. It's next to mine. Two nights ago, I began to find her in my bed instead of her own. She had a doll that she absolutely loved. It was her baby. And also, I i mean, I translated the story directly, but I feel like there's some details we didn't really need in there, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yesterday, I found her, the doll, in the trash. When I asked my daughter about it, she simply said she did not want to play with the monster. She looked scared. So I left the doll in the trash. When my husband was taking the trash out, he saw the doll and he brought her back to our daughter's room without saying a word to anyone. (laughs) That's such a like... (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say that's such a like husband thing to do. Just... (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Not even ask why it was in the trash. Just... That night, I had a terrible nightmare. It felt so real, like I was awake but couldn't move. It felt as if someone was pulling my hair. When I finally woke up, I found my daughter underneath my bed. When I asked her what she was doing there, she said, Mommy, the monster was touching your hair. (laughs) (laughs) I was so scared, but I stayed calm. I didn't want to scare her. I pretended everything was fine and went to the kitchen to make breakfast. The ranks. <laughs> the right? I would have screamed. <laughs> Maybe this is why I can't truly be a parent. <laughs> I would have been like, ah! <laughs> I don't know who let me be a parent because, oh my God. <laughs> let me tell you that I, I have scared my say. children more than than <laughs> one time. Uh, it was like a little past midnight and like my stepson, he might have been like five at the time and he woke up uh, to go pee. And so he came out of the hallway and the <laughs> hallway... <laughs> The hallway was dark and all I could see was his little very white self in the middle of the hallway. And I didn't know he was there. And I turned and I thought he was a ghost because I'm super <laughs> dumb. And I, I screamed so loud. And then my husband came running. And then I was I saw that it was Hayden. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I thought he was a ghost. Poor, and I was just like child. still freaked out. And then he just he was crying in fear because of my <laughs> scream. Miles, what the fuck's wrong with you? He was so mad. <laughs> So yeah, I don't know who I don't know who let me be a parent. Anyway, like, like if a kid was like, "There's monsters in my closet," I'd be like, "Get out, get out now!" <laughs> and you think I would have seen them? <laughs> don't come here; they're gonna follow you. <laughs> and what do you want me to do about it? <laughs> anyway, so the strength of this mother. Anyway, amazing, honestly. <laughs> let me start where we started laughing. <clears throat> I pretended everything was fine and went to the kitchen to make breakfast. My daughter went to her room to play and that's when I heard her scream, Stop! Stop! I don't want to play! 
I ran to the room and found her in the corner throwing toys at the doll. The doll was hanging from the dresser with a <laughs> rope around its neck. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> My daughter said the doll was attacking her, trying to wrap her with the very rope around the doll's neck. But my daughter did it first. <laughs> if uh, if this is not like a haunted doll, then this is a sign that the daughter is a sociopath. <laughs> so either way, it's scary. Yes. Uh, just just the imagery of the doll and the daughter fighting is <laughs> just uh, took me out. Oh, I just wanted to include that one because it was like a little scary at first and then it just kind of got a little ridiculous. And I was like, this is funny, but um, but still scary. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so um, here's this other one. This is from Relatos de la Noche. It's a YouTube channel and you can find it on Spotify. I saw them on a lot of the Spotify rap people that listen to you. They also listen to them. It is and so I like, I should check good. It out. Okay, if you have not listened to Relatos... But is it scary? Because I need my... It is terrifying. <gasps> no, it no, is no, so I'm not scary. I need, I yeah. need my horror with the side of... I need my comedy with the side of horror. <laughs> Let's put it that yeah. way. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is why Spooky Tales is perfect for you. Yes. But a little too funny for other people. And they gave us one-star reviews. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's terrifying. Um... If you so you the exorcism in Tijuana episode is a story I got from them and the original that was your scariest episode. <laughs> I was terrified and the original story from them the way he says it oh my god I was scared I was so scared <laughs> it's so good though just the way that guy tells stories I don't know his name <laughs> I was so scared from your episode that when Milo <laughs> walked near me and I didn't know he was next to me I like it was a jump scare <laughs> <laughs> jump scare and then he was um, like. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. But yeah, so if you haven't listened to Relatos de la Noche, it's super good. So this is a story from them, and it is titled El Muñeco Macabro del Abuelo. Grandpa's creepy Gary doll. doll. <laughs> Grandpa's horrifying doll. I don't Isn't know. it macabre a word in macabre. English? Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, Grandpa's macabre doll. It doesn't sound the same. <laughs> All right, so here it goes. I saw something recently that reminded me of a childhood experience. When my abuelito Gerardo passed away, my family took us to his house. We had only seen him once or twice. I barely remembered him. For us, our abuelito was Tata Benny, my grandma's second husband and the father of the rest of my tios. They say that my abuelo Gerardo was not a great man. He had been pretty violent towards my abuelita, my dad, and his older sister. And they cut contact with him when they could. When he passed, we found out weeks later. It wasn't until one of his lawyer friends told us that he left me and my sister his house. My dad didn't want to accept it, but we were pretty broke and a free house was something we couldn't just pass up. So we went. My dad didn't want to go inside. My sister, my mom, and I went inside to get some stuff for the lawyer and to pick out what we wanted to keep. I felt bad getting rid of so many things, so many things that would be gone forever. I didn't know my abuelo. But every object, every detail in the house was a part of him. It painted a detail, a detailed picture of who he was. We walked around the entire house, but we were not allowed to go into my abuelito's room. My mom had even locked the door. She let us explore as she signed papers with the lawyer. 
As my sister and I walked around the hallways stuffing things into our backpack, we realized we weren't taking things that were worth money. We were grabbing things that were important to him. That's when we heard the sobbing cries of a little boy. I swear to you that these cries were so clear. The cries were coming from my abuelito's room. Oh my god. We went to tell my mom and she told us to just keep playing. But the lawyer asked where we heard the crying and so we told him. He asked for the key to the room and excused himself. My mom gave him the keys without questioning anything. He left and returned with something wrapped in a sheet. My mom asked if everything was okay and he said it was. He was just carrying something that we probably didn't want. But she wanted to see. She didn't trust lawyers very much. I don't blame her. (laughs) She asked her to follow him to the living room. She did, not noticing that we were closely behind. He opened up the sheet to reveal a ventriloquist dummy. It was horrible, too real looking. I don't know if it was its eyebrows or its facial expression, but the dummy looked quite like my papa when he was a young boy. The lawyer explained to my mom that during the last years of his life, El Abuelo had become fascinated with ventriloquism. Ventriloquism. Sorry. I, I don't think I said that cool. Like, I think I just said ventriloquism. I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> and spent a lot of time creating routines with this doll. He always did this in private. But as he, this lawyer, was a very good friend of Abuelito's, he came to see El Abuelo doing his routine. He was exceptional, especially for someone so new to ventriloquism. Holy fuck, that word is hard to say. (laughs) I'm going to try. Especially, oh, go ahead. Say it really quick. Ventriloquism. Ventriloquism. Okay, well, maybe it's just me then. (laughs) Fucking Milo's ears. (laughs) Milo has become quite popular on our other Instagram, (laughs) uh, our other podcast Instagram page, so. (laughs) Yeah. He's also a fan of his spooky tales, which is why he's sitting here. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I'll probably take a picture of him as well. <laughs> <laughs> he was exceptional, especially for someone so new to ventriloquism. It was too real. It seemed like he was really talking to a little boy, the lawyer said to us. In that moment, my dad stepped inside. The lawyer put the doll down on the couch and and they went to the table to sign more papers and stuff while we walked around the house. A few minutes passed and we heard the crying again. This time more clearer. Oh my more god. More clearer. More clear. Whatever. <laughs> because the room door was open. There was no one in the room. We didn't want to get closer. We were scared. We walked down the hall to a door and some and down some stairs that led to the patio outside. We went out and back in. We then saw the lawyer put away paperwork and walk with my mom to the living room. They noticed the sheet was open and the doll was not there. We heard her say that maybe it had been us who took it. But before she could tell us anything, my sister said that the doll would be in Abuelito's room. I remember looking at her funny because she never left my side. How could she possibly know that? The lawyer did indeed find the doll there. To this day, my sister has no idea how she knew the doll would be there. It's now a distant memory that she hardly recalls. I, on the other hand, think about it. Maybe a little too much. It scares me. At least once a month at night, I wake up from a horrible dream and check underneath my bed to make sure nothing is there. Because the same cry, the doll's cry, wakes me up. 
I hope that it is only in my dreams. Oh my god. <laughs> mm. Horrible. Welcome to our little haunted break. I want to give a shout out to the amazing patrons supporting us over on Patreon. And especially our newest patrons, Alex and Azriel. And thank you to the rest of our amazing patrons, Maribel, Gina, Mimi, Diana, Ashes, and Janie, Michelle, Monica, Modesto, Perla, Jesenia, Dalia, Rene, Iris, Ghostrin, and Madtown Charity. Your support means the world to us. If you want to join the Patreon, go ahead and head on over to patreon.com slash tales. You'll gain access to bonus episodes. We try to do two a month, but always at least one. You get to vote on the movie night uh, polls where you choose the movie night that we're going to be watching and monthly goodies like stickers. And if you join the highest tier, no mames, super serious and spooky, then you get an exclusive keychain. But don't worry. If you cannot support us monetarily, then you are not missing out on anything. The best support that you can give us is just listening to our episodes here. So thank you for doing that. Do you ever wonder what was there before Dodger Stadium? Or how hard shell tacos are actually pretty Mexican? Or how about the horrible history behind international adoption in Guatemala? Join us, Carmen and Christina, as we tell each other stories about capitalism, corruption, obscure history. And sometimes all three. Usually all three. Listen to Historias Unknown, new episodes every Thursday, available in your favorite podcast app. And at historiasunknown.com. I forgot that I have MJ sent me notes to make up for not being here. Oh. Because this would have been short otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Let me pull up her notes. Do you remember that show on Netflix? It was like a scary people telling their real life like scary stories. And it was in Spanish. Spanish? Haunted Latin America. Yeah. And there was an episode about a doll on that one. Yeah, there was. I never I don't remember watching that episode though. I I mean I watched one we watched one with a woman haunting a guy who was a cop. Hmm. I don't remember that one. I just remember the one about this family. And then the mom started um, acting like possessed or whatever. But I was like, she probably was just like having mental health issues. That's what I thought at the time. The first episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I watched the one with the doll. And I think that's it. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So I have uh, MJ's notes here. Let's see. Oh, okay. She has a few stories here. So thank you, MJ, for these stories here. Thank you. Uh, This is a story from... 1782, and she wrote New Spain, so I believe this is Mexico. Mm. But I don't know what part. I'm sorry if you hear my baby. Hopefully it's not very loud. So, uh, one of the oldest haunted dolls that we know of is made of cloth and is related to a New Spain demonic pact. Hmm. Hmm. The story of this haunted doll is from 1782 in New Spain. It all began with Francisco Javier Palacios, a very religious man. From the context that MJ was reading, he was either a priest or on his way to becoming one. He had a religious life from a very young age, although he was madly in love with an older woman, Josefa Sosa. His intense love made him want to give up the priesthood, but his girlfriend flatly refused since she was married, and this would bring problems. Um, yes. This just gets <laughs> worse and worse. In current terms, it was an entanglement. <laughs> I love that. 
All right. Uh, desperate because of his lover's refusal, Francisco tried to die by suicide a couple of times. But even that went wrong. He only had one option left, a pact with the devil. Mm. Really? <laughs> <laughs> if he says Debatable. so. <laughs> the story goes that Francisco asked the evil one to help him get out of the monastery so that he could sexually enjoy all the women. Couldn't he just leave? I, I don't know. I would, I would imagine. The devil agreed to his request and gave him some powder in which he could use to sneak out of the convent whenever he wanted and uh, access, oh, and gain some sort of access to the woman who took them. Oh, my God. Did the devil help him rape women? Is that what the powder is? I don't know. It says she wrote and i and i'm reading from her notes the demon agreed to his request and gave him some powder with which he could sneak out of the convent whenever he wanted and carnal access to the women who took them oh my god the devil gave him roofies give him a oh give him access to the woman that took them as in the powder i think i think that's what it's saying oh yikes so this isn't about dolls? No, it wasn't no, about it dolls. No, it is about dolls. Yeah. Okay. okay yeah, so I remember that from continue. the beginning. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Finally, the devil gave instructions to Francisco so that Josefa would make him a rag doll to adore him. Josefa would make him, him a rag doll. And in turn, she would then adore him or would the doll adore him? Mm, is there more information? There's more. <laughs> Let's go on. I don't know yet. All right. But as time passed, the despair in which he lived because of the demonic pact was so great that he himself, he, that he turned himself into the Inquisition and confessed what he had done. The doll still exists and it and is in the general archive of the nation. Researchers such as Alpha Leaks Can Cano have commented that the figure really served as a fetish for the religious. What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> Fetish for the religious? She sent me a picture of the doll, too. So, okay. In this inquisitorial oh my God. file. Sorry. Because uh -huh. Inquisition, Catholic Church, doll, fetish, he, I boy think, doll. I think that Francisco <laughs> made the first sex doll. I know, but my mind went dark to the priests. You know what I'm saying? Oh, where I'm going? <laughs> oh, what did this doll look like? Like a boy? Like a little boy? No, no, no. It's a woman doll. Oh, oh thank God. Oh. Sorry. I, I think it's supposed to... I think, I think she was oh. supposed to write that he made a doll of... Of Josefa. <laughs> I was going to so call her So that she would adore Ramona. him. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that makes sense. I get it now. Okay. Okay, yeah. Um, and I mean, it was written wrong. Uh, forgive MJ, everyone, not me. No, it's Christina who didn't read it ahead of time. <laughs> You're right. I, I just opened these up. Yeah. <laughs> so in the inquisitorial file, it is narrated that Jose Josefa Sosa herself testified before the Holy Office that this figure was made so that her lover could remember her in her days of confinement in the convent. Oh, my God. Who was confined? Her or the guy? <laughs> Why was she in the convent if she wasn't married? <laughs> no. Okay. I think it's supposed to say so he, So her lover could remember in her days. in his days of confinement in the convent. 
that makes sense. Right, that makes more makes sense. Some, yeah. Okay. So, um, however, there <laughs> are those who do not understand the historical reasons and perjure that the doll is possessed thanks to the demonic pact that is more than two centuries old. Okay. This is more like a forbidden love story then. And the doll was made. Um, She's to- like a. Uh, what is the word I'm thinking of? Like an artifact of this true love, forbidden love or whatever. Yes. So she's not really a haunted doll, but, but that also was a came from story. a pact, I guess. Yeah. From a demonic pact. <laughs> yeah. And yes, I will be posting pictures of this doll who has a unibrow. Wow. Oh, you know what? This is my fault because MJ sent me these notes like a while back. And I, I was I supposed s- to fix said them. it was your fault. <laughs> and it looks like that actually takes place in Ciudad Mexico. I didn't realize that. Oh, that's pretty scary looking. Yes. Okay, so let's see. This is this next one is a very short story. It's called Possessed Doll from Peru, as in that's what MJ called it. <laughs> so a family from Callao, Peru, has been tormented, haunted, and physically hurt for years by a possessed doll that they do not want to get rid of because it was a gift from a deceased loved one. I don't give a shit um, who that doll I was from. Thrown that shit no. <laughs> yeah, it'd be gone. <laughs> This doll has been seen talking even after the batteries are removed. And uh, there's a video that she sent. I'll probably post this on the Instagram. And so the doll is um, saying, and it sounds very muffled. um, And there's a man recording the video. But the doll is saying, Donde estoy? Where am I? Porque me ha muerto? Why have I died? (laughs) Mi amigo vive en el espacio. My friend lives in space. Nadie me hace caso. No one listens to me. Me voy a descansar. I am going to rest. And apparently she also is in the video saying something about like, hijo de tu something. (laughs) (laughs) Son of a, yes, you can fill the rest in. So maybe it's a hoax, maybe not. Either way, the video apparently is unsettling. I still have to watch it. Creepy. <laughs> okay, and then one more. This is the Balcony of Doing Dolls. That's weird. Balcony that of mean? Dolls. Sorry, let me oh. say that. This is the... <laughs> See what happens? You don't proofread. Christina. You're right. This M over here trying to blame poor MJ, who's not here to defend herself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, she, she did send it to me early enough. But I got her back. I was like, it was you. <laughs> The Balcony of Dolls in Venezuela. In Caracas, there is a balcony covered in dolls. If you happen to be passing the corner, which apparently this corner is called El Muerto. So that's already like... That's mm, already scary. Yeah. <laughs> and and you happen to look up from this very corner. There's a landmark. <laughs> it's a bunch of dolls and doll heads that are crammed together. Apparently, it's just an art installation. Nothing paranormal, but... Very weird and creepy to look at still. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And the last link, it's you can click on the link if you want to look at it. I'm going to look at them. Let's see. Yeah, they are like all burn looking and stuff. (laughs) The last link? Yes. Oh. It's in the the capital city of Venezuela. And I see it now. The balcony of dolls. Wow. That's insane. There's so many of them. Oh, my God. So apparently when the dolls were first uh, put up in the balcony, many believed that uh, the guy who owns this, uh, his last name is Gonzalez. Where is this? Okay. 
Etaniz Gonzalez is his name. And so when people, when he first put up the dolls, people believed he was involved in satanic practices. And there were a few, a few uh, people that believed the dolls were real babies. Oh my God. Maybe that was the purpose of his art installation to uh, see how quickly people, you know, believe in a Satan, satanic panic. You know what I mean? Like that wouldn't, that wouldn't surprise me. That's, that's a good experiment for sure. Yeah. But yeah, you can visit this place. It's still there. <laughs> it's the, every, all the dolls are wow. up. So um, yeah, if anyone happens to go, send me pictures. <laughs> that, again, that's in Venezuela. Um, but yeah, not a, a whole ton of haunted doll stories because most of the doll stories, when you look it up, it's usually like Annabelle. Yeah, Annabelle. What's the other one? I, I started Robert. listening to. Yeah, that's the one I was What were say. you listening to? You had mentioned it when you did your episode on the pistolera. And you said you were inspired by them because they say one ghost story. Oh, and, one... and that's why we drink. Yeah. So I I've been listening them. to them now. But, you know, I started from the beginning. Um, oh, and they, they have one... so many episodes. They have like 300 episodes, I think. Yeah, they re- just reached 300 a little bit ago. They recorded from the Mystery Winchester House. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And they did one of the earlier episodes on that was on robert the doll mm-hmm. yes uh that's that those two mainly everyone wants to uh, wants or that's the doll stories everyone knows let me tell you that when i was looking before i did haunted dolls as a topic i was like oh let's look for haunted objects and i could not find any haunted object stories in latin america and then I even listened to this long ass podcast with some Spanish guy just talking about haunted objects that were not even in Latin America. They were just all oh. the haunted objects everyone already talks about. Mm. That's what he was talking about, but in Spanish and with a Spanish accent. And I was like, Ugh. well, how are you going to expect someone from Spain to talk about Latin America like that? I don't know. <laughs> That's a good point. Um, but yeah, a shorter episode today because there's a, there's not a lot of haunted doll stories, but I hope you enjoyed the ones we shared. Yeah, dolls are creepy. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you have any spooky recommendations for this week? Uh, well, I've been watching this show Van Helsing on Netflix. It's, oh, is it? Um, it's good. There is some mm, like over dramatic parts a little bit. Oh, uh, but I like it. It's interesting. It's it's keeping okay. my attention so far. Um. <laughs> I'm on season three now, and there's five seasons on Netflix. Wow. Okay. Um. Have you watched Wednesday? No, I haven't because I've been watching Van Helsing. Stop watching Van Helsing and watch Wednesday. That's my spooky recommendation this I week. I am gonna watch it at some point, but okay. I am watching Van Helsing right now. <laughs> Let me tell you, Jenny Ortega as Wednesday Adams, amazing. amazing. I mean, I've seen clips all yeah. over, um, little short videos all over Instagram of it, and yeah, I'm like. Yeah, super good. A lot of people. I just came across a TikTok where someone, someone I um I follow her too, but her name is like Jay Stoops, I think, and she does a lot of like media reviews, analysis, and she's um saying how, and she's not the only one. A lot of people are like, oh, this new Adams family completely takes what the Adams family was supposed to represent and just like ruins it because the Adams family oh. originally was like a counterculture to American yeah. culture but this was you know back in the 1950s 1960s mm-hmm. and and it was talking specifically about white people and so this like concept of America that they had it wasn't even real so <laughs> because you look at it and they're the the 
because the original show, it, they're like in a normal neighborhood and they're like um, in the suburbs or something, no? Yeah, and that was never real for everyone else. That was only real for white people that were middle class. And oh, up, so they're saying like know? it ruins that. Yeah, it ruins of it. Yeah, but like they've already done that. They've already served that purpose. That image, they they don't need to be counterculture in 2022 because yeah who gives a shit <laughs> basically <laughs> like let's just let them and oh and then they were like oh and too many places are trying to be like hogwarts because she goes to like a school for outcasts and that's what oh, the show is I see. um i don't know i don't see it uh i also never watched the original yeah Adam's me Family either. show just the, movies. just the movies i will say i'm not a huge fan like both actors separately, I do like movies that they're in, uh, Luis Guzman and Catherine Zeta Jones. But them together as Morticia and Gomez, mm-hmm. it's okay, but it's not amazing. Oh. Yeah, Pugsley doesn't really have a, like a, he's not really, re- he could have not been in the show and you wouldn't really have noticed Pugsley. I would argue almost <laughs> the same. In the movies, at least. I mean, like Wednesday in the movies was a much a much bigger bigger character. character. Yeah, yeah, that's also true. So yeah, I mean, in that sense, it is the same. And there was a lot of people arguing. God, what was it? Um, oh, that she's annoying or she's like too. The fights she's had with Morticia are like not uh accurate with them but she's a teen Um, i was just gonna say that right now like in the show she's a teen in the in the show the old show she was young like little littler than the movies and in the movies she was still a kid yeah so i think that's probably accurate to pretend that there's no hostility between a a teen that's never gonna happen that's the role of a teen (laughs) yeah (laughs) so i've been enjoying it um it was a fun watch there are some things I I don't like that Tim Burton did. Like, so there's a there's a mayor, and he's uh-huh. black, and he's like basically a villain in the in the show, and he owns Pilgrim World, and his son is also a bully. And at some point, Marticia tells him like, "You wouldn't understand not having anyone believe you." Uh, I don't know. So those things were a little weird. Well, Tim Burton has a problem with race. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, and, and to pretend <laughs> that that doesn't exist, that that's not there in the show and it's not evident. I'm honestly even surprised he put um, people of color in the show, honestly, because he has said, like, I don't know if it was an interview well, or where it was, but he but said that. did he that, say it about all people of color or did he say it specifically about black people? I I wish I remembered I correctly. I just remember black people don't fit my aesthetic. Okay, but in the past, in all of his movies, uh-huh. there has not been any people of color. That's true. Yeah, and so I don't know if he specified like black people or if he said people of color. Um, but his track record is that <laughs> <laughs> no one except yeah. pale. <laughs> yeah, people fit his shows so. Or movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm honestly fun. just glad yeah. Johnny Depp wasn't in this fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually glad that Johnny Depp was not Wednesday Adams. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just picturing him as Wednesday Adams now, and I can't stop laughing. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> it's 
it's because I saw a meme where it's someone put nightmare. his face in Wednesday. And it's oh, like what really? I expected to see when I, <laughs> when I started watching Wednesday. <laughs> Oh I haven't God. even seen that meme and I'm picturing it. I'm going to send you this meme. <laughs> uh, um, oh, and one more update before we go. If you join our book club, worry not. I have not forgotten about the book club. Oh, wait, how far um, are you? I finished the book because I needed to return it to my library tomorrow. That's the only reason I finished the book. But yes, I have finished the book. I will be sending out the questionnaire for everyone. However, it's it's probably going to be another month before we actually put out the episode because Carmen and MJ still have to finish the book. MJ just started it like two days ago. Okay, well, I'm going to give myself a month deadline because if I don't give myself a deadline, it's not going to finish And I borrowed it from the library and I needed a deadline to finish it. But I will be, yes, don't forget our book club book is... Gods of Jade and Shadow by Silvia Moreno Garcia. Um, if you have the book, you're already reading it. Good. If not, borrow it from your library. I mine had a whole a weight on it, so I placed it a while ago, and then it became available suddenly. And so I was like, oh, I oh. guess I'll read it. And I had it for 21 days, and I wasn't reading it. And then I got a notification that it was due in a few days, and I was like, oh my god! <laughs> and so then I finished it <laughs> uh, because I don't do anything without the um exactly yeah i need like the pressure the pressure of a deadline yes yeah um so yeah i will be sending out an email with the book club questions if you want to answer the questions and send them back we will read them on the a book club episode these are going to be like once every three month episodes but so uh carmen and mj still have to finish the book but if you want your answers read um yeah send back the form and we'll read them on the episode. It's going to be, I'm thinking like a synopsis of the book, like go through the book and then the questionnaire or mm-hmm. and then the book club discussion, actual discussion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds good. And I look forward to being back for that. Yeah, I look forward to having you back for that. Uh, in the meantime, anything you want to plug, Carmen? You know it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, if you enjoyed this episode and listening to the two of us, check out our other podcasts. <laughs> Novelas con Cafecito, where we rewatch the telenovelas of our childhood and adolescence and talk shit about them. Currently on As Teresa. we recap, yeah, we yeah. recap the episodes, not only talk shit about it. Um, and occasionally we watch other stuff and talk shit about that stuff too. Yeah, we've done Selena the series, which has been my has been my favorite part. We did a or we did a randomly a random episode of Rosas de Rosario La Rosa de Guadalupe. That was super fun. Yes, yeah. Um, so yeah, if that's something you like, novelas or whatever, check us out. Um, and then we also have um, Historias Unknown, where we talk about um, obscure Latin American history or in... No, actually, yeah. Sorry, I said that all weird. But yeah, Latin American history. <laughs> um, usually we talk about um, horrible things. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes not so horrible things, like the... History behind La Muelle de San, El Muelle de San Blas, the song. Your pocha is really coming out strong right now. <laughs> Carmen, it's almost nine. And uh, yeah, my pocha is worse when I can't think. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you enjoy um, Latin American history or want to learn about Latin American history that you didn't know about, um, check out that episode. I mean, that podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I will link both in the show notes. And thank you so much, Carmen, for emergency filling in for MJ. Uh, MJ will be back next episode, I think. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, yes, thank you. And yeah, um, if you have any dolls that are creepy, throw them away. And move to another country. 
<laughs> yes, that is what you should have gotten out of this episode. <laughs> we'll catch everyone next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much to the Spooky supporting us on Patreon. Your support means the world to us. And if you want to join the Patreon and get bonus episodes, monthly goodies in the mail, and more, go over to patreon.com slash spookytales. Spooky Tales is hosted by Christina and MJ, produced and edited by Christina, and is a proud member of the Cultivate Network. For more podcasts on the network, check out cultivatepodcastnetwork.com. Don't forget to check out our Spooky merch. We have Spooky shirts, we have no mama's shirts and we have a cool hat that i just added it's like a baseball hat not like a hat hat and um, we also have a beanie in there and they just say a spooky on there but i'm a big fan of the hat it says a spooky in old english letters and i love it i wear it every day not because i want to go around repping the podcast but it's comfy it's a great hat you can go to spookytales.com store i'm always adding new designs but don't even worry if you cannot support us monetarily because the most important support is what you're already doing, giving us a listen. If you listen and you love what we do, feel free to leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and share this with your spooky friends. Spooky season is upon us, so this is our time of year. Stay as spooky.